Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What's up and welcome guys to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. This is episode two and I am your host, Gordon Alexander Light. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. I really appreciate it. If this is your first time here and you're wondering what is the Strength of Body and Mind podcast, what is it all about? Well, it's actually, it's a movement, okay? It's based on the belief that the mind and the body work together way more than people realize, right? That's the whole premise. This is the more we strengthen our minds, okay? The more we strengthen our minds, then we're able to build disciplines that directly correlate to strengthening the body, okay? And which in turn will further strengthen the mind, okay? So it's this cycle. This creates a loop that leads to confidence, a strong mindset, and really the ability to create and follow a vision to fulfillment, okay? That's, that's the architecture, that's the pillar set behind this whole thing. And I really, honestly, truly, firmly believe this. I've proven to myself over and over again that it is real. And it's worked for me for the last uh, 10, 11 years now. Uh, I've seen it work for other people personally. And I know that anybody can adapt some of what we talk about and turn it into a, a set of lifestyle decision-making and mindset-forming habits that will take them where they want to go, and especially when it comes to fitness and health and uh, really conquer the goals that they had in front of them. So uh, anyway, episode two, thanks again for checking it out. This one is extremely valuable, I think. Uh, I started off this whole podcast with episode one, which was the importance of movement, okay? And I really dove into what movement does for the body and how it affects the mind and why I think it's so important that people actually move and stress their body physically through resistance of some sort, whether that's weightlifting or stretching or cardio or hopefully, ideally, a combination of all of those things, including uh, calisthenics and lifting weights of some sort. Um, but I also got into how that stuff affects the brain and how endorphins start firing and the energy and confidence that grow from that allow people to start generating the mindset that allows them to create discipline in the form of habits, right? habitual actions that lead them to a lifestyle and a routine that allows them to get the physical goals that they want, period. So this episode is all mindset focused, all brain and mind strengthening focused, and we're going to call it the importance of thinking, okay? Now, when people think of something like that, right, the name, the importance of thinking, or thinking is valuable, or stuff like that, um, a lot of people will automatically think, <laughs> automatically start to think about that name just being kind of a bullshit name, 
and that they use their brain all day long and that they think at their job or whatever and they have to solve problems and all that. Uh, that's fine. That's not really what I'm talking about, though. Um, just because you physically walk to your car and drive to work and then you physically get out, walk into your building where your job is and you walk up the stairs and you walk around all day doing stuff, that doesn't mean you're actually really using your body, right? You're not really physical, like putting any physical demand on your body. And the same thing goes for the mind. Just because you get up and you you do some mindless things in the morning, like brush your teeth, whatever, but eventually you start having to do some stuff during the day that requires you to actually think like, uh, when you go to work and you're in a meeting or something, you actually have to think about what you're doing and what you're saying and what your what tasks you're performing that day. Just because you're going through the motions of doing that stuff and, and maybe you're even taking on new things that do require you to think a little bit, you're not really, really taking your brain to any kind of limit. You're not really putting any like healthy stress on it in the form of like resistance. Think of it as resistance. Uh, but the brain, the mind, they, they need to be treated the same way we treat our body. If we want them to grow, if we want them to strengthen, then we have to challenge them just like we would challenge the body. And not enough people realize that, but it's the absolute truth. And I've proven this to myself over and over again, and I've seen people do it before, and I hang around in the right circles of people that also believe in this because they've seen it firsthand and it's not a weird cult thing it's just people who are willing to like take a step back and think about maybe just what the mind is capable of and maybe i need to actually continue training the mind okay so before we get into that you know we all have tons and tons of shit running through our brain all the time if you are anything like me um, I am a parent, I have a son, I'm married, I have a wife, and I've got uh, a job outside of this that I work on. I have a business that I'm building, and I have um, a family outside my immediate family that I'm always talking to. I have a house, like I have all these things, responsibilities, stuff that takes up a ton, a ton of mental energy and stuff that requires me to focus on it and think about it. And it's a distract, some of it's distraction. And I'm sure you share a lot of those similarities. Some of them, maybe all of them, maybe more, maybe all those things plus more. I get it. Okay. It's hard. Uh, and it's hard to try to say, you know, I want to take time outside of all that stuff to, to like train my brain to strengthen it. Okay. But I just want to circle back around and reiterate that the brain is just like the body. It's a part of the body, right? But you don't exercise the brain by going to the gym. You exercise the brain by doing other things. And it's just as, if not more important, I actually would argue that it's more important, but not by much, maybe like a 51, 49 thing. Uh, it's, it's almost equally important and not enough people do it. So I know it's hard. It's hard to find the time. You already struggle to find time to go to the gym. You already struggle to find time and mental energy to prepare the right food and eat right and put all the right things in your body and drink enough water and all that stuff. So you know, how is it possible that you can find time and like mental energy and physical energy to take time to, to build mental strength? I get it. I promise you it's not that hard. It's not that time consuming and the benefits 
are absolutely significant. Okay, uh, so what is the importance of thinking? What is thinking really? What am I talking about? I'm not talking about sitting around thinking about nothing. Okay, sitting around and like quote unquote thinking about nothing is, is going to get you nowhere, right? It's just the, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, but deep thought, right? Really, really deep thought. And in some cases, I'll talk about this in a little bit more detail in a minute. The lack of deep thought will actually help you create the inner solitude that you really need to build this strong foundation. Okay. So when I talk about deep thought, I'm talking about taking a a period of time set aside and like really, really thinking deeply about something very specific. Okay. And I'm going to expand on that in a minute, but it's, it's a targeted focused, um, like individual specific, thought, uh, centric exercise. And then the lack of deep thought that I mentioned earlier, and, uh, which I think is equally as important is also taking a period of time, maybe at the same time when you're, uh, when you're doing a, like a, a, an individual specific thought focused or thought centric exercise is taking a few minutes on the back half of that to try to not think deeply, right? To actually try to free your mind a little bit, which is really a form of meditation. And, um, you know, and I, and I want to dive into each one of these individually. So, uh, you may not have like a strong mental foundation right now and that's okay. You know, when I first started doing this stuff years ago and I really started thinking about mindset and building mental strength and starting to understand that the body and mind have a a very 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 close tight connection and I could I could start to develop the vision to see that um I didn't have a lot of patience to sit and develop mindset and, and sit and think deeply about things and sit and try and meditate like all all that I actually honestly I thought it was kind of bullshit like I didn't really I didn't really think it was real and that I'm looking back and I'm chalking that up to immaturity and just kind of like my lack of um, willingness to accept new things, right? So I'm going to ask you if you're listening to this and it's kind of piquing your interest a little bit to just kind of be a little bit open-minded about it if you're hesitant, um, be a little open-minded and maybe not brush it off as bullshit because I promise you if you incorporate any of these things into your routine and you start to really understand uh, what you can do to build mindset and what you can do to strengthen your mind-body connection, it'll change your life, period. So anyway, let's keep going. Um, when, I, when I started, <clears throat> I was actually kind of scared, honestly, when I realized that some of this stuff was real. And when I <laughs> when I became aware that I wasn't at all strong mentally, uh, I was nervous. But you know what? I I had a I had a realization that this stuff was happening. That this was real, and uh, the reason I was nervous is because you know I <laughs> I almost felt like I almost felt like I didn't have control after a while. Like when I started to realize that. You know, every time I, let's just give me, I'll give you a practical example of what I'm talking about. Every time I would like work out, for example, and I started to, uh, get 
uh, confidence. I started to get, um, started to believe in myself a little bit. I started to see what I was capable of achieving physically. Uh, I started to just think more and more and more about what had I done my whole life to get to where I was and gone off the deep end kind of, and how do I make sure that I stay on track? You know, I, I almost felt like, okay, I'm, what I'm doing is working at least for now, but what's going to happen in six months when I've been doing this and it becomes almost like muscle memory, right? And the same exercises aren't going to work. And how's my mindset going to be? Am I still going to be like really driven to continue losing weight and to continue, continue staying in shape or what? Uh, and I, and I just, I started to, to get nervous that maybe I'm not mentally strong enough to handle the success that comes with this. And so I, I, I literally, I thought that, okay, I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to get into what I consider to be really, really good shape. And then I'm not going to be mentally strong enough to hold on to it. Cause there's so many stories of people that lose a lot of weight and then they put it all back on. Right. And when they lose all the weight, they feel great. They feel awesome. I mean, they're confident as hell, but then six months later or a year, year and a half later, 18 months later, they're a hundred pounds heavier again. Like they just fall off the fucking deep end. And I didn't want to be that person. And I didn't think I was mentally strong enough to hold on to it. Um, so I was able to, while I was losing all that weight, I was able to figure out that this was a problem and focus on it and build the mindset to change everything, change my, my habits, change my disciplines so that when I was losing weight and I was getting in shape, that when my transformation was over, you know, I'm going to say over, quote unquote over, that I would actually be able to hold on to it. Like it was a true metamorphosis from A to B and it wasn't a A to B and then back to A or A to B to C transformation. I wasn't going to go from significantly overweight to in shape to like overweight again or, you know, overweight to in shape to like moderately overweight. Like I didn't want to do any of that. I wanted to get in shape and I wanted to stay in shape and continue on that path, just becoming even more in shape, you know, and, and making sure that I was always pushing forward in the positive direction. So it's a very real thing to be nervous about. And most people that I've met who have started a transformation or have gone through one, when they're on their way down for the first time, they don't think about these things. They're only thinking about the physical part of it. That's it. And that's not really uncommon and it's not really like a bad thing, but that's just all they're, they're focused on. They think that if they lose the weight, that everything is going to be great. They're going to be happy and life's going to be good and, and whatnot, you know, but what they don't realize is that the, the physical part of it is, uh, it is awesome. It really is. Um, but it's hard to make that transformation when you've lived your whole life or a long period of your life, like eating a bunch of junk food, for example, and then all of a sudden you want to make a 180 switch to eating healthy. You can keep that up for six months or 12 months or 18 months even or two years and lose all the weight and get down to a, a healthy place, right? But if you don't develop my, like the right mindset, you'll never be able to keep that up. At some point, this is why so many transformations fail. At some point, that's going to all spring back. I feel I, I think about it like this. I think about it like a spring, literally like a like a metal spring just being charged up. And um as you lose weight after you've made that change mentally that you're going to start eating healthy all of a sudden and you're going to go from not exercising to full bore exercising. 
as you start to get closer to shape, that's that spring just keeps charging and charging, it keeps getting pushed in, compressed tighter and tighter and tighter. And then at some point, that whole thing fucking releases and expands and explodes. And all of a sudden, you're in shape. So it's okay to, to take down a cup like a like a family size you know, bag of Doritos or some Snickers or some ice cream or all this other stuff. Uh, and then, you know, six months later, boom, you're back up 50, 60, 80 pounds. It's just too common. It's just too common. And the, and the, really the backbone of that whole thing failing, the reason that spring charged up and stayed charged and then just released one day is because the mindset, it wasn't there to even it out. It wasn't there to smooth it out. The mindset wasn't there to take the brunt of what was happening and like, you know, be conditioned day in and day out to the changes that were happening. So, you know, I want to talk about what it means to be mentally strong. Um, mentally strong, in my opinion, is it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. This is this is what I believe mental strength really is. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Um, I'm going to break it down into four, like four categories, four things, four itemized things. One, being strong enough to declare to yourself and others, so you can say the words out loud, what it is that you want. Okay, that's number one. That's, I think it takes mental, actually I know this, I know it takes mental strength and a good significant amount of mental strength to actually declare to yourself, look yourself in the mirror or look someone else right in the eye and declare what it is that you actually want. It sounds easy. It sounds simple. It takes a ton of mental strength. It does. Uh, you know, some confidence. It takes understanding of yourself, right? Uh, but that's number one uh, overall. Uh, number two is having the ability to create the exact vision of what you truly want. So how is that different from number one? Okay, well, number two is an elaboration on number one, right? I wouldn't lump them together because they are separate things. Number one, being strong enough to declare to yourself or anybody else what it is you truly want, okay? Number two is having the ability to create the vision of what it is you truly want. So, you know, you might understand or think you understand what you want and then have the ability to communicate that, whether it's to yourself or others, right? Have the confidence and the outwardness and at least a little bit of the extrovertedness that's needed to do that. But having the ability to create that actual vision, you know, the avatar in your head, all the details, the true vision, right? Down to the, the most minor specific little implementation detail, uh, being able to visualize all of that is a whole separate thing. Okay. And then communicating it is a whole nother thing. And you can communicate it without being able to have it visualized. Like I can, I can tell people that I want to be something specific or I want to look better or I want to like, I, I can look myself in the mirror today and say, I want to have six pack abs period. I can look someone else, my wife in the mirror, or my, I can look my wife in the eye and say that exact same thing as well. Okay. But having the, 
the understanding within to really visualize what that is. Like, is it just six pack abs or is it fully defined abs? And I can see all the individual muscles themselves also in the oblique section and also like the differentiation between my hip bones and uh, you know, my ab muscles and like, I'll, I can get really specific. That's, that's really what creating a true vision is. Now yours may not be six pack abs or, you know, like just being cut or anything like that. That's, that was just an example, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So number three is having the ability to actually specifically form the actionable discipline that maps to that vision, okay? So you've created a vision, right? This is this is part of mental strength. You've created that vision. That's what number two was, right? Down to the most minute of details, specific details. Number three, if you are truly mentally strong and you've built that foundation, then you can actually create the actionable discipline that maps to that, right? The step by step by step by step. And one of those steps might be a hundred little micro steps, but you have the actionable plan to get there. You have the disciplinary action plan, action steps, action strategy, whatever you want to call it, to actually map your way, navigate to that vision so that you can achieve it. Okay. And then four is being so unbelievably comfortable with yourself through accepting who you are and what you want that you just don't give a fuck about anybody else's opinion, period. That is so incredibly hard and it's so incredibly powerful. And if you were overweight like I was, or if you're underweight, like I was not to as far of an extent, uh, then you may or may not be dealing with one of these things, right? You probably are. You understand uh, what I'm talking about when I say it's, it's fucking hard to just not care what other people think, right? If you've been, if you've ever been overweight, like actually overweight, 50, 60, 70, 80, hundred pounds overweight, it's not fun, right? And it, it sucks. And you, no matter how much people say it, I, I don't think there's anyone in the world that's in that situation that actually doesn't truly doesn't care about other people, judging them, looking at them, talking about them, making fun of them or whatever. It's just, it just sucks. Uh, because there's no one in that situation that I've ever met that doesn't have some insecurity, doesn't have some self doubt and doesn't have some internal problems that they're dealing with as a result of that exact situation. Okay. Same thing goes for being underweight. And then there's people with self image issues, no matter what they're dealing with on the outside, no matter what they look like. And they're going through the same thing, okay? But being mentally strong, right? The fourth item in this list here, being truly mentally strong is just being comfortable enough with yourself no matter what situation you're in, no matter what you look like at that point, being comfortable in your skin. People say, you know, that phrase from time to time. Uh, And just accepting everything that you are and not giving a shit about what other people think of you, right? Really easy to say. Just like item three there, really easy to say, really, really, really hard to actually do. Okay, I'm going to go over these one more time. Just a little recap 
I think they're extremely important and I think that there's so much value and benefit to be had just by thinking about these things and writing them down and trying to do what you can to actually put them all together. Okay, so number one, being strong enough to declare to yourself, communicate to yourself, to communicate to others what it is that you want. It can be vague, but it is what, what you want, whatever it is. Okay, and then a subset of that, number two, is having the ability to create the exact vision, right, down to the most specific and minute of details, what it is you truly want. Okay, number three is having the ability to actually form and create the actionable discipline that maps to that vision. Okay, putting together the strategy that will get you from where you are now to the vision that you have in your head, right? That really specific, minute, detailed vision. And then number four is being so over-the-top comfortable with yourself through accepting who you are and what you want and the vision that you've created and the action plan that you've created in your head to get you there and just not giving a fuck about anybody else's opinion, right? Those are basically the four core things that I think of and that I've experienced through building true, actual mental strength. And when you have that, I talked about this a little bit in episode one uh, with like what happens when you work out and the endorphins kick in and confidence gets created in your mind and stuff like that. Uh, the, uh, what happens when you start to do this and you start to, to build mental strength, that's one thing that nobody can take from you. No matter what happens, you're in total control. And if you have that, you can, you can put on weight, you can lose weight, you can whatever, you can always get it back. You can always change it because you have that mental strength. But here's the thing. If you have that mental strength, guess what? You will never let yourself go again. It'll never happen, right? I, I'm proof of this. I'm, I'm on my 11th year here, and it's actually hard for me to put on weight. I have trouble bulking and putting on mass, like muscle, just because the discipline that I have and the action plan that I put in place years ago and everything that I have built to map to my vision of being thin, it, it controls everything, all right? It's, it controls everything. So, uh, and it's just, just the way it is. It's weird almost. It's a little, little strange. Um, but I truly believe that if you create this vision, right, and you map to it and you actually build the mental strength to support that, you'll never, ever, ever, no matter what happens, you'll never go back to that place that you were in that you, that made you so unhappy or uncomfortable and, you know, dragged you down or whatever. The, the state that you were in before you made the change. You'll never go back there. Now, look, all these things I just talked about, it's easy to say, right? It's easy to pretend also to have awareness and have this vision, right? It's, it's really easy to write this stuff down and, like, play the game. But it's a completely whole different thing when it's real and authentic. And that, honestly... It really only comes through practice and just actually diving deep in your own thoughts to try and find it, right? And try and reveal it. And that comes through thinking, thinking deeply. And 
one of the things that I think can help everybody try to understand this and try to really get their head around it is meditation. Now, meditation has a weird stigma around it, but I think it's finally, at least in the U.S., I, I'm sure, I know it's popular in some places, uh, it's finally starting to get some traction as an actual tool for finding positive energy in your life and living a happier life and being able to forgive people and just honestly just just live better live a fuller truer healthier life so meditation what do i mean by meditation i think the perfect meditation time frame for someone to actually meditate if they're just starting out is between like 8 and 15 minutes right they're just times that i've used and uh and i i didn't really have a long background in meditation. I didn't study it for very long. I did uh, a little bit of research back when I started figuring out that meditation was for me and just the quick little searches that I did. You know, some people meditate for like two days, which I think is probably a little impractical for most people. It's cool and I think it's interesting and I wish everybody could experience a two-day meditation retreat in like fucking Hawaii or something, (laughs) but it's not really practical again. Um, but what is practical and 100% doable for probably every single person in the world is eight to 15 minutes or seven to 15 minutes, somewhere in that range, you know, 10 minutes, 12 minutes is kind of the sweet spot. Uh, and it's really easy to do. And if you have a smartphone or something, you can just set a timer for 10 minutes or 12 minutes. There are some apps that people use, uh, Mind Journey, I think, is one of them. I've never been crazy about the apps. I've tried them, and they're cool in concept, and you know maybe they'll work for you. Uh, but I've always just kind of liked doing my own thing. So what do I do? Well, I set a timer for some period of time, and then I kind of go through this this same kind of routine every single time, and it goes like this. Okay, I set the timer. I sit down and close my eyes. Um, <laughs> I do kind of sit with my legs crossed most of the time, but I you don't really have to. Um, I have just sat in a chair before. But I close my eyes, right? And I think about myself. I picture myself standing on a beach. It's just some arbitrary beach. And I picture myself starting to float away over the ocean. So the beach is getting smaller. The water is getting farther away and I'm just kind of floating with my back up and my eyes looking down on the water and I'm just kind of floating away from the planet really I'm just kind of floating off into space and I uh, I start to think about what it is I want right and I'm no longer really visualizing myself on the beach anymore that's kind of how I just I guess it's like my gateway it's my escape from reality at least for a few minutes my escapism technique and then, you know, once I kind of drift away from the water, which we're probably talking 30 seconds here, uh, <laughs> I start to visualize what it is I want. Okay. So for me, I'm always looking for ways to develop and continue to grow. Uh, for the most part, my main focus is muscle building. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like into bodybuilding all like all in. I'm not, I'm not like 100% into bodybuilding, but I, I, I love it. 
I love what I've done in that space a little bit, uh, the workouts and kind of the, the lifestyle and the diet and everything. So, uh, what bodybuilders do, which I've started to adapt a little bit is they really focus on sculpting very specific parts of their body, right? So bodybuilders are really into aesthetics and looks and posing and all that stuff. And while I have no interest in competing on stage and posing, I, I do, I think it's fascinating, uh, the ability to like sculpt different parts of your body through different ways of working out and stuff like that. I just think it's interesting. So it is kind of like an art a little bit. And so I will focus on something like that, right? Um, you know, like I'll think about my shoulders. So while I'm backing off over the ocean here and I'm escaping into outer space, I'll start to think about my shoulders and how I want like a little bit more uh, front delt mass or something like that. And I'll start to visualize that, okay? And this may be like silly and bullshit to you, but it's real. So I'll think about that and I'll think about maybe what I need to do to actually get that to happen, right? What do, I, what do I need to do to build shoulder size or to be, to, to like, you know, define my shoulders more and like make them look more cut or something like that. And I'll start to, to think about the exercises I need to do. And I'll start to think about whether or not I think I'm eating enough to build muscle at this time. And if so, I need to change my diet. And so I basically go through those steps that I mentioned earlier, right? Uh, mostly number two and number three, I'm, I'm kind of creating the vision that I want. And then I'm like sort of generating an action plan or a, a set of disciplinary steps that map to that plan. I'm kind of doing that, right? That's, that's deep meditation for me. It's, it's really digging into my mind to figure it out what it is I want, whether or not I truly want that. And if I do, how am I going to actually get it? Okay. Um, that is about 95% of how my meditation goes. And then once my timer goes off, you know, I, I come back down. Um, again, eight to 15 minutes, seven to 15 minutes, somewhere in there is perfect. And it, you know, you can do it any time of the day. It doesn't have to be first thing in the morning or, you know, whatever, in the middle of the day. It's just whenever you can. And, man, it is unbelievable what you can do with a little meditation. Um, the other thing I do every once in a while, say probably about once a week or so, is I will sort of do the opposite when I'm meditating. Um, instead of thinking really deeply about something and focusing on it and trying to generate an actionable like map that will help me navigate to it. Instead of all that, I will, I'll start off on the beach. I will back off into outer space just like that, but then I'll just go off and I'll just think about nothing. And it's hard to do. It's, it's really challenging to try and think about nothing. Um, especially if it's at a time of day when you're trying to do this and like you were just busy as hell right before that or something. So you got a bunch of shit in your mind anyway, but, um, you know, it might be better to do this early in the morning or, or really late at night or something, but I will like visualize myself like kind of floating away from that beach, floating off into outer space. And then I just kind of start traveling through space, but you know, space is black. There's no stars. There's no, no moon, there's no planets, there's nothing, there's just black, and I'm just going, and before, I, I always kind of like, when I start to describe it, 
it sounds like, well, you know, Gordon, that's great, but what about like the satellites up there and the asteroids and all the other stuff? Like, there's stuff in space. It's not just pure blackness forever. And I, you know, I get that, but this is this is fiction at this point. This is in my brain, right? This is what I see. This is the the fake space, the fake outer space that I'm visualizing in my head, right? So I'm starting off on a fictional beach that's not real, and I'm drifting off over that, over an ocean that's not real, and I'm ending up in an outer space that's not real, and I just travel through it, and there's nothing there, right? Nothing there. And as hard as it is to describe what it's like to not think about anything, if you actually do this and you start traveling through outer space in your mind or your, you know, whatever, whatever your method is, uh, it is possible to like really not think about anything. And while that might sound counterproductive, it's actually so powerful that I really can't put it into words. It just sort of like, it almost hits a reset, I guess, a little bit on your brain uh, and it's unbelievable. <laughs> it, 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 you know, the first few times you do it, you may not actually do it. You think you might be, but you may not actually be doing it right. Um, at least that's what, that was the case for me. Um, and this was, this was something that was recommended to me like years ago. Just, I think it's like a, a Buddhist derived thing. Uh, but either way, you know, it's a form of meditation. That a lot of people do, they just try to like free their mind kind of thing but it actually does work. It's unbelievable. So, you know, it's, again, it's opposite of what I described earlier, but I think both are extremely important. And when you stimulate the brain this way through doing these things and you really challenge the brain to think deeply about something or, which is equally challenging for the brain, is to to think about nothing, right? Those two things, they actually strengthen what you're able to, uh, to do mentally, what you're able to achieve, what you're able to visualize, what sort of uh, discipline you're able to generate from it. It's all tied together. And guess what? All that stuff that I just described is tied in 1000% with your body physically, right? So if you are about to go through a transformation, or if you're in the middle of one, or if you just went through one or something, or you know someone that is if they don't have that mindset to support it and back it up, you know, it may not last. So it's critically important. And the same goes for anybody who's trying to go for some some physical feat of some sort. If they don't have the mindset to back it up, there's not a 100% guarantee that it's going to stick. Okay, Because the, the lifestyle and disciplinary habits that are needed to sustain that may not be there. And if they're not there, you know, the whole thing could collapse. So I've seen it time and time again. And if you think about it, you probably have too. And most people know somebody that's that's gone through that and, and it sucks. But all right, look, before I end this, I just want to reinforce one more time the power and the necessity of a strong mindset, a clear vision. And this is just especially true for health and fitness guys, right? It is. And it's it's really a major, major, major part of how the the two-pronged backbone of strength and body and mind got founded and what keeps it afloat and what really what what it stands for, right? There's there's two core pillars, the importance of thinking, the importance of movement, and how they're tied together. Um, so I encourage you to take it seriously. If you're into health and fitness at all, uh, really start to incorporate some of the stuff, and I think that it'll absolutely change your world. And it takes like 
very, very little effort, very little time. Um, it's free, you know, it doesn't cost anything. Uh, and you know, what do you have to lose? Right? So, uh, that's it guys. Listen, the importance of thinking the mind is uh, a muscle. The mind is part of your body and strengthening it is only going to help you. Um, chances are you haven't strengthened it enough. So put some of this stuff in practice, uh, connect with me. Let me know what you think. And if you got value out of this, and I'm sure you did, if you listen to it, I think it's an extremely powerful episode. Uh, please rate and subscribe and uh, share it with somebody that you think also might get value out of it. So that's it. So the next episode, episode three is coming up next week. Thank you guys so much. Take care.